Welcome back everyone to the second episode of Project Fast Break and some interesting news came out yesterday about the future of this season and what came out is that there's going to be a 22 team format that would feature 16 playoff teams and then 6 additional teams for a playing tournament that would also include the eight, the playing tournament would include the 8 seeds and the teams that would be added to this playing tournament the 6 teams would be the Trailblazers, the Kings, the Pelicans, the Spurs, the Suns, and the and the Wizards. Basically, how this is working is that if the ninth seed is more than four games behind the eighth seed, the eighth seed earns the playoff spot. If the ninth seed is four or fewer games behind, then the eighth and ninth seed will enter a play-in tournament that is double elimination for the eighth seed and single elimination for the ninth. So that's very interesting. Again, the added teams to this playing tournament that are not already playoff teams are the Trailblazers, the Kings, the Pelicans, the Spurs, the Suns, and the Wizards. The Grizzlies and the Magic are the two eight seeds that will be in this playing tournament alongside the additional six teams. So this format, to me at least, is very interesting. It's different, it's new, it's fresh. Haven't seen this before in my lifetime of watching basketball. So I'm really intrigued. I really wanna see how this is gonna work and possibly how the NBA could maybe even use this in the future. You never know. Um, maybe they decide to do a, maybe a type of play-in tournament for draft picks or something so like say you have like the worst certain amount of teams and you have a playing tournament where they verse each other to see who gets the number one pick which would incentivize teams even though that you're losing everything like that you want to still have a decent enough team that you can still beat the other other teams and get the number one draft pick but Let's not talk about that right now. Let's talk about this. This is really interesting. And if I'm just going to... I'm going to go and try to say which team I would pick out of these teams. I believe that there's going to be one team that's going to come out for the East and one team that's going to come out for the West. So there's, there's probably not going to be as many West teams as, you know. Um. So if I'm going to pick one team that I believe will actually be able to win this playing tournament and go on and go into the playoffs and verse all these beastly teams especially in the West I would probably pick the Trailblazers the Trailblazers have history they've been to the playoffs multiple years I think around two or three years in a row something like that last year they're in the Western Conference um, uh, conference final yeah the Western Conference Finals I believe was it the Western Conference Finals or the semifinals one of those two and they played very well they've done that for multiple seasons Damian Lillard we already know he's a beast 
eating out there, he cooking, you know, he a, he a dead eye, he can shoot from anywhere on the court, he's, he's a threat from everywhere on the court, you can't leave him open at all, you know, he's a beast, as well as CJ McCollum, CJ McCollum, great player, super underrated as well, and if I'm going to go to the East, I would probably pick the Wizards just because Bradley Beal has had such an amazing season, but he also hasn't played basketball for multiple months, which is, you know, but it's, if he can play at that level he was playing during the season, I believe that the Magic aren't going to be able to beat the Wizards, and the Wizards will pass up the Magic to actually go to the playoffs, which would be really, really cool and entertaining. But past those two teams that are my picks to get out of this playing tournament, this is going to be really fun to watch. There's a lot, a lot, a lot of young teams here. Pelicans, super young. Grizzlies, young. Kings, young. Suns, young. Spurs are an older team that they could probably sneak in there and maybe even grab the, that playoff spot from these other teams since they have that experience. They might not have the same amount of youth that some of these other teams have, but they have experience that these teams don't. So I think that would really come in handy if they're trying to make it to the playoffs. Not necessarily a playoff run because in the West, if you're in the AHC, you're versus the Lakers and you're, you're not winning that series. I'm just being honest. If, if the Lakers somehow manage to lose in the first round against any of these teams, one of the biggest upsets, one of the biggest shockers of all time, of all time, so I don't believe that will happen, but like the Pelicans, like I want to see the Pelicans Grizzlies matchup mainly because of Zion and Jaw, number one and two picks, super interesting to go up against each other. Also, Pelicans have a super fun, entertaining team to watch. Bennett Ingram was a beast. That's why he went to the All Star game. Um, Zion beastly, you already know about him. And Lonzo Zion combo, that's. What that combo reminds me of, of course I wasn't there to actually watch the game live, but back back in like the 90s, 80s, around that time, when you had John Stockton, Carl Malone, and John Stockton throwing up them lobs to Carl, and Carl getting that in the paint, big body getting buckets, that's what this duo kind of reminds me of. Of course, Lonzo has great playmaking abilities, great vision, great um, actual, you know, and Zion is a big dude in there with a 40-inch vertical. Zion is so, he's, he's different. He's different because Zion is literally an offensive lineman with a 40-inch vertical that can also dribble the ball. He's shown um, the ability to be able to shoot the ball. He's not yet able to shoot it consistent or anything like that. But he has that stuff in his bag. And he can reach in there and take it out and to surprise you and score four threes in the game. He's like, I never knew this dude could do that. And let me leave you so. And then the Suns, you already know about Devin Booker, how much of a, a elite, elite scorer. He is one of the best scorers in the game. DeAndre Ayton, one of the better, one of the, 
probably the best like center right now under the age of 22 definitely i would definitely pick him over other centers under the age of 22 unless wait how old is actually nicole Jokic? i i actually don't know how old he is um let me actually see that i actually don't know how old nicole Jokic is so oh he's 25 okay but i knew he was a, he was a younger player but i didn't know how young he was exactly but he's 25 so yeah if i'm gonna pick a center under 22 i'm definitely gonna pick deandre ayton and they have a lot of other guys on the on that team that you know can go out there get get some buckets play some decent minutes you know but i really wouldn't pick them unless like devin booker and this deandre just start dominating but even still it wouldn't be my number one option let me just say that um the team i'm probably underrating the most though is the magic i'm, I'm really not giving the magic any love here oh i haven't even talked about the kings yet. let me talk about the kings first kings super great young team as well you have deer and fox who's Swipe of the Fox. He's quick. He's quick young guy. He has good playmaking ability. He can score the ball. Shown some talent on the defensive end. Plus he has Jaren ja ja Wow. Jaren. I don't know if I can talk anymore. Jackson on that team as well. Who's a bigger forward that can do a lot of stuff on the floor for you. Rudy Gay. All those type of dudes on there. Buddy Heald. Who's a, who's a three-point contest winner this year. So if... If you have a sleeper, that the Kings are probably my sleeper pick. I don't know if they're even a sleeper for some teams. I think they might, especially. But if if the Kings are considered a sleeper team, they're my sleeper team. If it's not the Trailblazers, I'd actually pick between the Kings and the Grizzlies. It's so tough because I feel like the Pelicans are just so good that. You know, because Zion's just so much of a beast. You have Lonzo, you have Brandon Ingram, all those dudes, Josh Hart, all those guys. Plus, you have the young Jackson Hayes as well. They have a lot of guys on that team that can also do just... It's It's very close between the Kings, Pelicans, and Grizzlies since they're young. They have a lot of athleticism. Their coaching is not not that bad either. The Grizzlies coach, I... So, you know, they, they all have the ability to knock off a trailblazers or a spurs or something like that and really go you know and make it to the playoffs and maybe try to do something in the first round before they get eliminated but if actually yeah i think i think that's pretty good but let me talk about the other teams as well because um this is really good because right now it's, it, it looks like the nba will be back on july 31st with the 22 teams headed to orlando which is cool but it hasn't been finalized yet so it's expected to be finalized tomorrow because i'll be uploading this podcast on the wednesday on wednesday so on june 3rd which is the Thursday, which would be tomorrow when you're listening to this, that is when 
the thing should be finalized and that's gonna be really good um i also have a tweet here from adrian wojanowski woj the man himself the nba's board of governors has a thursday meeting set for a vote on a finalized plan to restart the season per sources the league is still working through those details with the mb nbpa and etc stuff so that's really interesting so right now just a little bit under two months or so we should be getting some nba action which i'm super excited for this i can't wait for i've been starving for some nba action finished watching the last dance that was really good sky pippen underrated rodzilla my new favorite way to call dennis rodman man really <laughs> dennis rodman really really snuck out run away nobody knows where the hell this dude went to go to a wwe event and smash a chair and all this stuff <laughs> Only Dennis Rodman would do something like that. I don't know any other player now, especially nowadays, that would do anything like that. Like, that would be absolutely crazy, insane. Uh, only Dennis Rodman, Rodzilla. But that, that, that was really good. But yeah, the last dance was really good. Enjoyed it. Whole fam started watching it with me, you know, and. My mom loved the short shorts. <laughs> I mean, the short shorts coming back, especially in high school ball. And plus, um, this is a sports podcast. I wasn't really planning to bring it up. But I'm just like, now that I'm actually recording this, I think I'm going to bring it up now. I think we all know about the George uh, Foreman situation and everything like that with the police and the protests and everything like that. I wasn't really gonna talk about it, but I'm not really gonna talk about that stuff, but talk about something that Stephen Jackson said. And he said that um, instead of having young, our young black men athletes go to like these regular universities that we see like Ohio's, those Dukes, all those D1 schools, when I put them in some HBCUs and Mikey Williams, a super talented high school basketball player right now in America, said interesting stuff like that on Twitter. Uh, some people were just like, ooh, is Mikey possibly going to go to an HBCU? Which would be really interesting. Bring back HBCUs. That would be super fun, super cool to watch. Out, The black community would definitely support that. I would support that for sure. And, you know, but while I'm talking about the George Floyd situation, um, we need to talk about this, that type of stuff. I mean, this is a sports podcast. This is only the second episode, but I feel like it is important, especially as a black male, to talk about this. This, this affects me, my family, friends, all this type of stuff. So it's good to talk about it. I feel like, especially the media needs to get away from all the right. Like I know they have to report 
the riots and things like that. But they're reporting the riots more than the good things, the things that people are actually saying, all that type of stuff. It, it, it's, it doesn't make much sense. You should be reporting the message more than that. Because the people who are really doing the rioting, the looting, things like that, aren't really the people who are really for the cause. And it's really just an, a reaction to an action. And not just to one action, to multiple actions that has happened in the African-American community. Not just police brutality, but equal opportunities, all these type of things. And, you know, it's, just, it's a, it's a react, act, reaction to an action. And I don't think that people should be that surprised that black people would really start doing these type of things i think a lot of people are scared nervous it's like oh all this type of stuff and also people a lot, a lot of people are saying that these are going to ruin a lot of the business owners and everything like that it might but i really feel like um these business owners will get a lot of support i feel like if these business owners say um they should they should definitely be getting money back from their insurance and it should the insurance should pay that back i know maybe possibly that not all these small business owners may necessarily have the insurance thing like that but also places like gofundme where if people see that that stuff has happened like the destruction looting of their business people will definitely go out there and actually donate and give money out and to help with repairs and get back their their equipment stock all that type of stuff so I think they'll be fine, but that's what I had to say about that issue. Now let's get back to the sports, to the MD. Actually, let me talk about some the NFL. Now, actually, we talk about a little bit of NFL here. If right now, um, will the NFL start back their season with no fans in the audience? Because that's very interesting because the, the NBA is saying that there are not going to be any fans in the stadium. So the NFL is probably going to follow suit with the NBA not having any fans in the stadiums. And how is that going to affect the atmosphere of a football game? Because we say atmosphere of an NBA game and that's important. But especially you're so used to the huge crowds and the fireworks and all this type of stuff happening in a football game. And if it's just quiet, just guys yelling out plays, like, what would make that really entertaining is mic these dudes up and make us be able to hear the live feel what they're saying. I mean, the fans would love that. I mean, if you're not going to put on the regular broadcast, put on, like, the ESPN Plus or whatever, wherever the Fox News, whatever, that type of place. I would eat that up, bro. The, the, all the trash talk. I know these dudes going to be trash talking back and forth. Maybe not as much. Just they, if they know it was going to be broadcast like that, maybe not much. I don't know. But that would be super entertaining. Because if there's no fans in there, you're going to still want to hear some audio um, audio from the game other than the commentators. So if you have these guys mic'd up and you can hear all the stuff they're saying back and forth to each other, wide receivers running down the field, talking all that trash to the cornerback, someone does a spectacular catch, maybe an interception, a sack, all that type of stuff. That would be really good to hear about, you know. And also, Tom Brady is not a Patriot anymore. 
that's going to be a huge storyline all of next season. We all know it. Since Tom Brady is not a Patriot, that's going to be super, super detail. All these news networks, ESPN, all these places are going to be talking about that for sure. And that's going to be really interesting. That's going to be real interesting. And we'll see what Tom Brady can do without Bill Belichick. And we'll see what Bill Belichick can do without a Tom Brady. And we'll see who who the true GOAT is. Is Belichick the GOAT or is Tom Brady the GOAT? We'll find that out next season. But to end off um, this podcast, I just want to say that the draft is going to be pretty interesting. Especially with this play-in tournament, this might change up how a lot of teams' draft picks are going to be affected. Because if you make it to the playoffs, your draft odds obviously go down. Because if you're not in the playoffs, you have a much higher chance of getting a really good pick. And you never know. You might get lucky. You might get somehow get a number one pick. Maybe the team's traded picks and you were expected not to make the playoffs. And then you made the playoffs now. And now their pick's affected. And they don't get necessarily the pick that they wanted or expected. So that's going to be really interesting. But thanks for listening to this episode, the second episode of Project fast break if you liked it share it with your friends share it to your family everything like that do the regular stuff and if you have any suggestions for topics you want me to talk about maybe a new news thing that you saw or heard about or something rumor you've heard about email me at projectfastbreak at gmail.com or follow me on instagram or send me a message on twitter so that's going to be it for this episode. Do all that stuff I said before. And peace.